0: Today, I have more of a testimony than a sermon. Because how many of you agree that the testimony of Jesus is spirit of prophecy, right? And so what God had done in my life, I want to share it so that he would do it in your life. So will you just open your hearts to receive the breakthrough that I have received? If you would just all arise with me for the reading of the word and prayer. All right. Psalm twenty-seven, thirteen. it says, I would have lost heart unless, everybody say, unless. unless I have believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, say living, living. not after you're dead, right. while you're living. All right? You know what this means? That means if you don't have an ex- expectation to see the goodness of the Lord while you're living, you're going to lose heart. Right? Yeah. Hebrews 6:19, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Firm and secure. Hope. Hope is to expect something. I'm going to talk about biblical hope today. And when you have the right expectation, guess what? It anchors your soul. And you're going to be able to live daily yeah, as a firm and secure in Christ Jesus. Matthew 18, 19, lastly. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So you better make sure that you're agreeing with the right person. And you're agreeing about the right thing. So Father, we open our hearts to your voice. And we ask, Lord, as your voice is released through my testimony and through my sharing, Father, we are exposed. If there are any intruders in our spiritual house, Will you expose them and cast them out. Father, we ask that you will restore our expectation, that you would, God, make our expectations increase and grow for the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. You may think, is she going to make coffee? Don't worry about it. When the right time comes, I'm going to do some um, sermon illustration or testimony illustration, you might say. All right. So back in 2019, before the pandemic started, I was praying. And I remember being curious about one thing. And I remember asking God in my prayer, God, could it be possible? Everybody say, could it be? Could it be possible that I could live a day? I'm not even asking the rest of my life. I was thinking, will it be possible for me to live one day without anxiety? Because I realized, as powerful as I am as your pastor, I realized anxiety was such a normal part of my life. Throughout the day, a way, the waves of anxiety would just hit me. You might call it anxiety attack, and it's not so severe where I can't function. It's just the waves would just hit me, and I would, my heart and my body, right? It just gets filled with anxiety. And it could be like small things. It could be a facial expression of somebody looking at me and I'm not sure what they're thinking about me. Or it could be a bill that I need to pay next month. And I don't know, like I'm going to have enough. Like I'm like, I should be anxious about this property tax because you know, God bless us was a nice house last year. So the property taxes due, and without this breakthrough, I would be so anxious every night. But can I tell you, God did a breakthrough in my life, and I am not anxious. And that's what I want to share with you, what God did in my life. So it all started with me being curious. Can I live even a day without anxiety? And then time two thousand twenty. 21, 2022, and recently, a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, a few months ago, I realized, wait, I've been getting hit with these waves of expectation, of impending good. Like it's like, I'm, it's like nothing happened. Nobody called me to tell me a good news. Throughout the day these waves would just hit me and when it hits me this expectation arises within me like something good is around the corner something good is going to happen and when that expectation hits me my heart gets filled with joy that's good and like and I've noticed throughout the day and weeks these waves that I didn't fast for You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I don't remember doing anything and these waves would hit me. And then all of a sudden I remembered. I don't even remember last time. Maybe it was back in April or May where I got hit with the waves of anxiety. And I realized for months, I haven't been hit with the waves of anxiety. And I'm like, wait, wait, instead of anxiety... I'm getting hit with waves of expectation. I don't know what. I didn't I didn't receive a prophetic promise or anything when those waves hit me. I don't know what's going to happen, but this expectation, this anticipation of something good is about to happen. God is about to bless me out of my socks. It's like it's like feeling like you bought a lot of ticket and it's a winning ticket. I don't even know how to buy one of those tickets, like something good. If I was single, it's like I'm about to meet the man of my life. If I was married and no kids, like I'm about to get pregnant. I don't know. I'm about to become a millionaire. I don't know. Like we don't, we don't even have like right? Thousands of dollars in the bank. But I just feel, I keep telling Benjamin, you're going to become a millionaire. We're going to become a millionaire. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Like, I just, I this this expectation, just because I'm a pastor and I'm in full-time ministry doesn't mean I have to be poor and suffer. Right. Amen. I think we're, God's going to bless us. Amen. I think lady is going to get her first straight A's i don't know i think god's gonna buy me a new car can i afford it no something good is about to happen and i remember just sharing with people and you know some people are like well, you know, but after a while when nothing happens, don't you get disillusioned and sad? And I was like, no, you don't understand. It's not about what happens or not happens. It's about being in the state of being. So my joy is not relied upon if God does this or not. If my lotto ticket is actually a winning ticket or not. It's about daily my brain The chemicals are, right chemicals are being released. My heart is centered, anchored in God. It's about being, living in the state of joy. And I remember waking up, going outside of our patio, doing my daily devotional, and the wave would hit me in the morning. And I'm just like, God, thank you. Look at this view. Who gets to live? If you want to see the view, come, come visit me. Bring some food though. <laughs> it's beautiful. The birds. We have this family of woodpeckers. They're so cute. It's beautiful. And I remember thinking, God, God, thank you so much. Just to like recognizing that I don't have to be so anxious. These waves of anxiety is not part of my daily life. It's like a miracle. God, thank you thank you. Yeah. And then I heard the still, small voice of God telling me, Sonny, that is my intention for all my children. That's supposed to be the normal state for all sons and daughters of God. But so many of us allow the enemy to still kill and destroy this normal state of being that is full of expectation of good, not evil. Because before this breakthrough, nothing bad would happen, but I would just anticipate there's going to be fire, because, you know, we live in a hill with a fire hazard, right? There's going to be fire. What are we going to do? Oh, you know, we don't have regular water. We have well. We have our own water. It's going to dry out then what are we going to do? It's like nothing bad happens, but I used to anticipate something that's going to go wrong. But in this new state of being, I anticipate something good, something better. This house that's costing us so much money that we have to save every penny to pay off the annual property tax. This house, is going to make us money one day, guys. How? I have no idea. But I have this expectation of good. When you live with this expectation, anything could happen any moment. Every moment is pregnant. God can do something miraculous if you live with this godly expectation. Anything is possible. And then I thought, I look back, I, 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 I'm, I'm loving the state of being. And I thought, God, I want all of our members to have this as their normal state of being. So I paused and I wonder once again, what happened? What changed this replacement of anxiety for expectation? What happened? I noticed three things. Okay, so you guys ready? I noticed three things. One was Back in 2019, I just wondered, could it be possible that I could live differently, that I could live without anxiety, just, just, just for a change, pausing to question and be curious and wonder, could it be possible that I don't have to live paycheck by paycheck? Could it be possible by next time, next year, this time? You you know what I mean? Just being curious and bringing that to God. Asking God, could it be Lord? Could it be? Can Benjamin and I be pastors in full-time ministry who will live and die for the presence and the glory of God and still be millionaires even though we're not T.D. Jakes? (laughs) I don't know. It's impossible, but guess what? In God, all things are possible. So it started with that questioning, wondering, pondering, could it be different in my life? And then, second thing happened. 2020 pandemic hit, and Benjamin and I got hit with, like, personal situations with our friends and family. That was devastating. It was so devastating for, like, a couple of weeks, I hated all men. You know what I mean? Like, right? And even Benjamin, poor guy, he's so loving. He loves the Lord. He loves me. But just looking at him, like, <clears throat> he didn't do anything wrong. It triggered these situations, right? Triggered something inside of me, right? And then for Benjamin, it tri- these situations triggered him too. You know, sometimes when, when Things happen. You know what part gets triggered in me? The fighter gets in. Like, the frustrated, angry Sonny comes out. You men get up and do something about it. Cause we, could, we don't have to live like this, you know? And, like, I'm angry at everybody. We're going to fix everything. And then when Benjamins get triggered, he, like, freezes. And, like, he, he like, ignores and he just, he yeah. he flights, right? Different parts of us come out. In these moments. if you're not careful you end up fighting the wrong people. So you know what I recognize for 2020, 2021, Benjamin and I, we personally did inner work, inner healing work with a therapist. And so we, when we fight, before, like for me, the fighter, I have to fight it out because like, no, you're not going to put anything under the rug. We're going to fight this out. But what we learned as we were doing the inner work was, okay, once we fight, we say, okay, you go to your prayer closet, I go to my prayer closet, and then I talk to God about my fighter. And then Benjamin talks to God about his fighter. And then the understanding comes, we come back, and we actually journal, and we read it to each other. And this, this new grace comes for each other. And we realized how much healing, inner healing we received by doing the inner work. Right? So we did that. Okay? And then thirdly, a few months ago, and I think I shared this one Sunday. I was driving one day, and I was dreading normal, regular ministry. That's not too hard. You know what I mean? The normal, my job. That's not too hard. But as I'm driving, I'm dreading it. Ugh. And then God showed me, God spoke to me, and he says, Sonny, the reason why you're dreading even the normal things in your life is because there's an intruder in your spiritual house. In your pain, you have made an agreement with the demonic lie, and you made an agreement. Okay, I'm just going to be really real so it could help you, okay? But don't worry, I'm fine. Remember, I'm already, I already have my breakthrough, so don't worry about me. You don't have to call me. I'm good. When we had to let go of our staff, I told Benjamin, let me go first. And Pastor Robert said, no, that is not God. He was actually angry with us. I wanted to at least keep Daniel, and I would rather not get paid and keep Daniel, and because of Pastor Robert's direction, we, have, we let everybody go, and I stayed on. And in that moment, in the pain, I said, I don't want to do this. If I have to let the sons and daughters of God go, it's not worth it for me to keep this position, right? So, you, you know, you might think, oh, this is normal. It is normal to think that because you're in pain. But what I did not know was that in my pain, I made an agreement with the enemy. I don't want to do this anymore. And once I made that agreement, because whoever you agree with, you give power to. And I invited this intruder in my spiritual house. And therefore, doing daily normal ministry things became so heavy and I dreaded it. And so God said, you don't need a process for this. So right there in the car, I repented. God, forgive me for making demonic contracts. You know what demonic contracts are? Agreeing with demonic lies. You're going to fail. Nobody's for you. You're, not gonna, you're never going to get married. You're never going to have a child. you are never become financially well. All these demonic lies, when you make an agreement, you are opening the door for the intruder to come. You don't want to do that and now they influence you even if you a you are a Jesus loving bible centered christian and so i repented and i said in the name of jesus i reject and renounce the demonic lie that i have agreed with i break it all from my life in jesus name get thee behind me satan I will only agree with the words of God, with the truth of Jesus Christ. In that moment, something happened in the atmosphere. I felt so light. And from that moment on, I don't know if you've noticed, even on Sundays, that before that moment, I stopped prophesying for a while. Have you noticed? But ever since then, it's like I found sunny once again and I'm able to minister out of my strength not dread what I'm supposed to do or be so God spoke to me about the power of expectation i feel like my like my breakthrough came when i got rid of the intruder that influenced my expectation you understand there's power in your expectation. Hebrews 6:19 says, "We have this hope as an anchor for my soul, firm and secure." Yeah? Anchor. When you allow the intruder to come in, you, and you have wrong hope, wrong expectation. You're you're going to be tossed to and fro. Not even by situations, by even just a little lies. Hmm? Hope in the Bible is not just wishing for something. You understand? Say hope. hope. Hope, biblical hope, is not, oh, I wish upon a star. No, hope in the Bible is expecting something with security. You understand? To expect with confidence, to hope for something, and you know it's coming. Hmm? To hope biblically is to cherish a desire with anticipation. Everybody say anticipation. You desire with an expectation, and you cannot hope without faith. Hmm? To each one of us, what does the scripture say? Say to each one of us, God has given us measure of faith. And sometimes this water represents faith. Sometimes you feel like, I can't do much. My faith is so little. I'm not like Pastor Benjamin. I'm not like Chinwe. What can I do? I don't have any giftings. I can't preach. I can't sing. I can't prophesy. But how... (laughs) Just like all you need is one sperm. Even though in every man there's thousands and millions, well, I don't know how many. You only need, that's why when we were barren and Benjamin's only like 30% was healthy and 70% were dead, we thought, well, it only takes one. Just like that in the kingdom of God, you, you may think, I don't have that much faith, but all it takes is one drop. One drop of your faith is more than enough to move the mountains. Hmm? To each one, you know what that means? That means to each one of you, a measure of faith has been given. Let me tell you what uh, Christians are like. So here, coffee represents breakthrough. I don't know, singles, I know you're still, you know, uh, Robin and Asako got married on Monday. Yay, come on. You know, where is Robin? Robin, you know what I remember? About 10 years ago, I remember fasting for you to get married, for your wife. And then I forgot about it, and on Monday, as you were walking down the aisle, I was like, I fasted for this moment. <laughs> so you feel like, okay, singles, you know, you want you want to get married, you know, I don't know, financial breakthrough, spiritual breakthrough. You know, you have this faith. A lot of times you feel like I don't have enough faith, but expectation, living with expectation, expecting something good, expecting that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Okay. There's two types of Christians. One kettle, this one, in order for this to work, you got to plug it in and you got to turn it on, okay? But if you don't turn it on, even... Okay, so I plugged it in, I turn it on, and I'm thinking, okay, it's going to happen, I believe, right? And then you want it to happen right away. And then you see, whoa, it's... I don't know. Look how light it is. It's just empty, my faith is empty. It doesn't create anything. Living, A lot of Christians live like this kettle. We hold, this one is full of water. But then we don't have any expectation. Impending, expectation of impending good. And so because of that, my water is cold. And so it doesn't create what I believe for. But this kettle is different, you guys. If you see over here, it says 204, friend. It, it's always on. So it keeps the water hot. The expectation, restoring your expectation, healing your expectation, believing for, for you to see something good tomorrow, today, is like this kettle. And because of that, when you are able to, uh, when the time comes and the breakthrough needs to happen, guess what? You are able to create. This delicious. Look at that. You see that color? I hope it tastes as good as it looks. You see the difference? Oh, yeah. We have faith, but we don't, live with, we don't live with expectation to see it today, tomorrow, that, that, that we're going to see the goodness of the Lord, the breakthrough is coming. We have faith but we live with expectation. So when you live with expectation of good like this, when the time comes, every moment is pregnant. If God says, pour water here, help the other. And that's another good sermon illustration, right? The aroma. People smell your faith. Living with the rightful expectation. That your joy is not dependent upon the fulfillment, but you live with that state of being. My joy is anchored in God's goodness. I am confident that God is good and he's good to me. My soul feels secure and firm in his presence whether I see the breakthrough with my own eyes right now at this moment, right? Anchor, it says hope. Biblical hope is an anchor to my soul. Anchor is a heavy object attached to a chain or rope, right? And it secures your boat in the sea. And when you live with this kind of expectation, this hope that something good is about happen. It anchors your soul. You live with godly expectation. Everybody say expectation. Every moment becomes an opportunity for God to do something good. Say good. Good. Something miraculous. Say miraculous. miraculous. Remember nothing happens to you but everything happens for you. When you live with this expectation daily, of goodness of the Lord, whether good or bad, everything happens for your good. Amen. Amen. God uses every storm. Remember that my a couple of summers ago? He used every storm to position you to walk right into the goodness, the blessings of the Lord. Like we said, Psalm 27:13, I would have you would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Hmm. Goodness of the Lord is right around the corner. When you walk out and you get in the car, goodness of the Lord is waiting for you, not doom. Doom is not awaiting you. Loneliness is not awaiting you. Sickness is not awaiting you. But the goodness of the Lord is awaiting you just around the corner. So I want to give you a quick assessment. Okay, God, who's ready? Who's ready to restore your expectation of good? You ready? I'm going to give you four easy steps to assess. Okay? So number one, spiritual house okay, you got to assess, Is are there any intruders that needs to be kicked out of your spiritual house, right? Matthew 18, 19 says that if you two of you agree on it, it is done. So if there's an intruder and you've been agreeing with the intruder, oh, you don't want to do this. Oh, you hate your family. Oh, God's not going to do anything. Oh, you don't belong anywhere. Oh, you're not going to You think that's just you, this me. It's not you, it's the intruder. If you've been living in the life of sin, but you believe in Jesus, that means there's an intruder in your spiritual house that you've been submitting and listening to, agreeing with. So you got to make sure there's no intruder in your spiritual house. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed you got to bind up that strong man, that intruder that is in your spiritual house. You don't need a process to kick this intruder out. All it takes is repentance and renouncing. Hmm? In the name of Jesus, you're going to kick every intruder out. At the end, we're going to pray that, yeah? So you assess spiritual house. Make sure there's no intruder. Number two, your mental house, okay? Are you believing rightly? or wrongly? Are you believing in lies? Are you believing in the wrong things? Because when you believe wrongly about God, yourself, or about others or situations, you can't live with this readiness, with expectation to see the goodness of the Lord every moment. Hmm? So you got to update your belief. How, you may ask, Daily time in the Word of God. In the past, you know, I have that Korean blood in me, like, ugh, right? The fighter in me, like, impatient, this, like, loud, right? A lot of times when I see myself becoming very sensitive, I look back, when was the last time I spent time in the Word of the Lord? When was the last time I did my QT? Oh, shoot, it's been two days. No wonder. And when you don't spend time in the Word of God daily, everybody say daily. I don't care how busy you are. You must take time to allow your mental house to be filled with the truth of God, the Word of God. Okay? So, this mental part, you don't see breakthrough right away. It's, you just have to be faithful, you have to be consistent. Open your Bibles. Look at your neighbor and say, Open your Bible. Look at your other neighbor and say, please spend time in the word of the Lord. All right, so you assess your spiritual house, make sure there's no intruder. You make sure you believe in the right way and you are updating your mental house with the Bible, the word of God. And then you got to assess your emotional house. Are there any wounded parts there? See, once the intruders are out, but you're still living in fear. You're still anxious. You're still living with despair and anxiety. First, you got to make sure the intruder is out. But once the intruder is out and you can't seem to live, right? Or, you, you know, you, you still struggle like this. You know what that means? That means there are wounded parts in you that need care. There was a little child, girl in me that has been abandoned in the first few years of her life. That's why when you feed me, I feel so loved because there were many, many years where I was hungry because nobody remembered to feed me, right? There's a wounded part, but if you call the wounded part demonic, that wounded part gets more damaged. And often Christians, by faith, we judge these wounded parts and call it demonic. In actuality, they need care, they need your presence. And 2020, 2021, when I worked on this inner work, when I get too so angry with Benjamin, right? Instead of fighting him, you know what I did? I listened as an adult, Sonny. Okay. Frustrated sunny, angry sunny, sad sunny, whatever came up. What I'm here. Tell me, what are you feeling? I want to hear. And I will give attention to that part. And I will hear that part. Oh no, you know. And instead of judging that part, you have to have faith. You don't believe you're a pastor. You need to No, instead of that, you know I affirm. Of course you're scared. Of course. You know what? Thank you. Because you were a fighter from a young age, I am who I am because you didn't give up. Thank you. I affirm that part, right? And I pay attention to that part. I go see my therapist. You know what? Therapy is good. Just because you go to therapy doesn't mean you have no faith in God. You understand? If you have these wounded parts, please go see a therapist. I, Benjamin and I, we both did. And it brought so much healing in our lives. So spiritual, mental, emotional, and then physical. Sometimes you're just sick. Sometimes you just need rest. You know what? Recently God said, Sonny, it's not that you love me less. It's not that you're not as spiritual anymore. Because sometimes I feel like, you know, I need to pray all... I used to pray every Friday night, all night. I haven't done that since I came back from Indonesia, guys. You know? It's so like, I'm not as spiritual anymore. Maybe I don't love God as much. But maybe I'm not as spiritual anymore. I can't help, but feel the intruder tries to, like, whisper. And once I agree, they come in. But I'm like, nope. I close the door, right? And now I know how to keep the intruder out. But you know what God said? Sunny... You're just going through a menopause. You're just hormonal. When it's that, you know what I need? Not discipline, not judgment, not deliverance. I just need grace, y'all. Yeah, that's it. I'm 51 years old going through menopause. You just need to assess different parts of your life. And then come to God. And it could be situational. Maybe you do have a situation that's difficult and you need God's grace. But what's sad is a lot of people, they start and finish in just situation. No level. If you could just change this. If you could just get me a job, if you if I could just get a husband or a wife, if I could just get all A's, if I could just get into the school, if my pastor was just see how anointed, I don't know. If you a lot of Christians start situationally, they 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 rely on the situations to change in order for them to walk in joy and peace and victory. They start and finish in this last level, but you gotta start from deep within spiritual, make sure intruders aren't there. Mental, make sure you're believing right. Emotional, make sure you take care of those wounded parts. Physical, assess where you are in life. Situational, you understand? Once you assess this, then you are able to allow God to position you to restore your expectation. So I want to do this. Benjamin, you want to join me? I want you to stand up. I want to update your belief today. Everybody stand up. You once believed, okay, that God has many expectations from you. I got to fast. I got to serve. I got to read the Bible. I got to do this. I got to do that. You, You live with this God has so much expectations from me. But then you feel ashamed. You feel, uh, you feel like overwhelmed because like, you feel like you can't meet all the expectations of God. But this is what God is said. Let me update your belief. You once believed that God had a lot of expectations that you cannot fulfill. But God wants you to believe that he wants you to have expectations of him that God wants you to increase your expectation from him of him you understand so i want to set you free from this lie that god has all these expectations from you and i want you to believe rightly that actually god wants to restore your expectation of him, that God is for you. And if God is for you, who can be against you? and to those that are faithful to God, to those that are not stingy to God's presence, to those that call upon the name of the Lord, that God always works on your behalf, that he will never leave you nor forsake you, not just because you didn't fast this one week. No, no, God is saying, expect great things from me. I'm a good father your breakthrough from me your breakthrough is not dependent upon how good you are it's dependent upon how good I am the Lord is saying he wants you to know that his plan for your life is good it's to prosper you not to condemn you not to teach you a lesson but to prosper you To heal you, that your faith that comes out of expectation, your faith could release breakthrough, not only in your life, but in the lives of those that surround you, that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Not later, not next time, but right now, this moment is pregnant with God's goodness for you, not just for someone on your left or right, but for you, for you. So open your hands, open your hearts, and ask the Lord, God, restore my expectation. Come on. Father, I pray that you would restore godly expectations in your sons and daughters today. To expect something good just around the corner. I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord tomorrow. That we anticipate good news. We don't dread and be fearful of bad news no 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 today once you take the once you kick the intruder out God's going to restore your expectation and you're gonna get hit with waves of expectation of impending good you're gonna get that phone call for that new job, for that promotion, for your lost sons and daughters to come back home. You're going to get that good news. You're going to wake up every morning and get hit with the waves of expectation of God's goodness in your life. Yes, Lord. Say yes and amen to this truth. Now, come on. In the name of Jesus, right now, Between you and the Lord. Come on. If you've been agreeing, if you've been listening to the lies of the enemy, there's an intruder in your house. If there's an intruder in my house, God's not going to let him live in my house. He's going to do whatever he can to kick him out. Not tomorrow. He's he's not going to procrastinate as the father of the house. He's not going to procrastinate kicking the intruder out right now. Come on. Come on, you have the authority in Christ Jesus to kick every intruder out of your spiritual house. Come on, come on, right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, reject and renounce. Come on, some of you, you have to start with repentance for agreeing with the lies of the enemy come on start with repentance for for submitting for living a life of sin maybe come on start with repentance and then renounce it and then kick them out right now come on kick every intruder out of your spiritual house right now jesus 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 god i pray right now lord that you would anoint every son every daughter in this house god to assess and recognize If there's any intruder, God, every intruder must leave right now in the name of Jesus. Come on. Those that have been speaking lies to you, discouraging you, filling your hearts and minds with the lies and anxiety and fear. Come on. Come on. Break them. Break those lies. Cast those intruders out of your spiritual house right now. On. can we worship Chinwe? Come on, we got. I feel like we need to spend some time. Chinwe, come with the might. Can we sing, Benjamin? Yeah, come on. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Never yes, Lord, yes, Lord. It's okay. Come, yeah. Yes. Yeah, if you feel like Pam and say, okay, I'm not leaving without getting every intruder out, without getting every lie out, come to the front. If you need some uh, extra agreement with you to agree with you, to restore your expectation, go ahead, come, and I'll agree with you and I'll pray for you. Come on.